Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and our guests today are Kay Bransford and Steve Morrison, two members of the board of directors of the McLean Community Village Association. Now, the McLean Community Village is one of 12 neighbor-to-neighbor associations throughout the county that help older adults age in place. And they're all organized a bit differently and offer unique service menus. Kay and Steve will tell us how the McLean Group was formed and what services it offers. But first, as we normally do, we learn a little bit about our guest. Kay describes herself as an Army brat who moved around a lot and finally settled in McLean in the year 2000. <clears throat> an established resident, she says McLean is the first place she's ever lived for more than three years. <laughs> Since settling there, she's been raising her children, an 11th grader and a recent college grad. And when not volunteering with the McLean Community Village, Kay and her hubby enjoy pickleball, the new sport that seems to be all the rage in <laughs> the county and the country, really. Steve was born in Kansas City and grew up on a farm served in the Navy from 1967 to 68, earned a B.A. and a Master's in History at the American University. Not surprisingly, went on to become a history teacher and taught at Alexandria's T.C. Williams High School until 2000. Since retiring, he's volunteered for several groups, including AARP's state and federal advocacy teams. He also serves as treasurer for the McLean Hunt Estates Civic Association. Both Steve and Kay provided a good deal of care to their own parents. In many ways, their experience became the impetus for becoming part of an organization dedicated to helping older adults age in place. So, Kay, Steve, welcome. Thanks for being on the podcast, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Looking forward to talking about a subject which I I kind of talked to you both, uh, you know, off air, kind of say, uh, before we started about the, uh, the concept of the, the community village, the neighbor-to-neighbor associations. We've had a podcast uh, before kind of about the topic, but I, I'll be honest, I didn't really get it too much then. I, I think it's kind of a concept that, maybe just for me, <laughs> is it a concept that's hard to understand, this kind of community village, this neighbor-to-neighbor kind of, kind of thing? I would say yes, it is It is hard to understand for most people because all the villages are very different and unique to their communities. So it's really neighbors getting together and deciding how do we create service networks and help each other. Hmm. And every neighborhood decides and handles that differently. So what we've done in McLean is we've really focused on doing volunteer projects and providing information and opportunities for socialization. But other communities will actually provide services in the home, and people join as members, and they have a paid staff. So because they're so different within each community, I think it's almost confusing for people to understand Mm. exactly what they are. Okay. Well, you made me feel better. (laughs) Good. (laughs) That's just not me. Okay. I I would add that that all of of our group, uh, we're all volunteers. Okay. Uh, As Kay suggests, uh, some, some have paid staffs. Some do. Um, services. Uh, the only service we provide is is um, helping other people find ways to help themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's let's take a step back a minute. Kind of, I, I kind of alluded it to, alluded to it at the very end of the of the intro there. Uh, both of your personal experiences, I guess, as caregivers, um, kind of helped you in in this regard. Kind of what you learned through through that experience, perhaps. Well, my experience was just awful. Mm. As back in the mid-70s, my father was terminally ill with cancer. And in the mid-70s, there was pretty much zero 
support. Mm. Wow. And so here I am, you know, 25 years old. I was a teacher, so this happened during the summer, and I was his primary caregiver, and I was just out there on an island by myself. Wow. And I'm just hoping that some of the things that I do will make sure that other people don't go through that same kind of miserable experience that I had. Mm. And I had a more recent experience. My par- I cared for my parents for over five years, and that's how I got introduced to McLean CVA. I saw an event they were doing, a ribbon cutting, and so I went to it to see if there were things I could learn because you do feel very isolated. And through our community, I found out, I know Fairfax County does a phone-in caregiver support group, and there's actually lots of local places um, where there's caregiver support groups. But caregivers just don't have a lot of support. You feel very isolated. It's very frustrating. You're feeling grief um, while you're trying to care for your loved one. So mm-hmm. we wanted to really, I guess, we walk into this with a very personal affinity right, yes, to yeah. how do we help other people because we know what it feels like to be right. so alone. But have have you seen changes? Have you seen improvement? Do you feel like some strides have been made? Well, all you, all you have to do is look at the county's website and see all the services that they that they offer. Um, I, and I think we, we have made a difference in McLean as well. Um, promotion is our biggest problem. Mm. The people don't know what we can do for them. Oh, yeah, right. And uh, th- that's the most difficult thing, problem that we try to try to um, get around. Mm. Uh, I don't – we've tried many different things, uh, and we are getting some promotion, but um, we're not as busy as we could be. Mm. Well, and I think it comes down to you don't know what you don't know. Right. And so people don't know of all the resources that are out there. So that was the first thing we wanted to tackle. Right. And we've helped hundreds of families already who've called our help desk or come come and met with us. And we've been able to direct them to resources that they just really didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the McLean Community Village. So I'm assuming it's McLean area. Yes. Is there kind of boundary restrictions, geographic areas kind of thing or? We haven't turned anyone away. Okay. Uh, we've had people um, contact us from other adjoining areas, and we've done what we could to help them. We're basically focused on, on the help that the that Fairfax County uh, government, uh, among other uh, organizations. But um, we're, we're basically in McLean, McLean area. Mm-hmm. We try not to get too much into Tyson's. Right. And the only reason I ask that question is because I'm I'm – thinking if I'm a listener right now, and Kay, going back to, I think, what you said about not knowing what you don't know, um, where, where do I start? Where do I begin? What do I, what do I need to know first to, to go down this path, to make this journey? So I think the, I guess, easiest place to start is they can start at the county website. So the county website does have resources. Mm-hmm. If they want to or are having trouble navigating it or they're not tech savvy, they can call our phone number. Um, they can reach out to our support group. We have a phone number they can call. They can leave a message, mm. and our volunteers will call them back and provide them with information and resources on whatever it is um, they're trying to tackle. We also have a an email address that people can email us with their difficulties. And basically, we research what their difficulties are and who we think could best help them, and then they, we refer them to those entities. We have many nonprofit, um, most importantly the county, but we have other groups that are for-profit that have all been vetted by the Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. So that's not, that is not a problem. They are for-profit, and so sometimes we will refer them to that particular group. Well, I was going to ask, um, and before I do that, you mentioned phone numbers, emails, websites, those kind of things. Let's go ahead and kind of 
plug those, promote those now, and then we'll kind of do that again throughout the, the time as well as uh, at the end of the show. Uh, that telephone number is 703-300-1751. Uh, I think the website is mclaincva.org. And um, Steve, That's correct. Okay, good. So the website and telephone number should be able to find the web uh, the email we also, address on the website. We also ha- have a, a resource table at the McLean uh, Dolly Madison Library. Oh, okay. On Tuesdays and Thursday afternoons, and people in and out of the library, not necessarily coming to see us, but will chat mm-hmm. with us about the services that we provide. Uh, and some people come to see us because we know we're we're there, and uh, we can help them then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the vision for this, the the motivation for this, we kind of touched on in in the intro, kind of age in place, uh, kind of aging friendly community, if you will. Uh, what does that necessarily mean, though? What what are y'all thinking about when you're thinking about aging friendly community? Well, we're thinking about people helping people who want to stay in McLean, stay in McLean, hmm. even after they retire. Okay. It's, it's a great community, um, and we've built up social networks, and we don't want people have to leave McLean um, because they're isolated or for whatever reason, and we try and help them stay if they want to and, and stay in their homes or find other places in McLean. Is that social network, is that socializing, is that a big part of kind of aging in place? One of the things we provide when with a partnership with AERP is we have a monthly lunch at a local McLean restaurant. Hmm. And the idea is people who want to build up their social network or feel isolated or just want to chat with friends. So, you know, we come and we say no proselytizing. We're not selling anything and you can't sell anything either. And so people can sit and chat and maybe make new friends. So uh, we've had people that have been there every meeting, every lunch since uh, 18 months ago, and wow. we have new people every time as well. So it, it's a great mixture. Yeah. This this concept of villages, um, I think, what was it, 12 neighbor-to-neighborhood associations throughout Fairfax County, um, McLean Community Village, specifically the one we're talking about today. Some history, some kind of how it came to be, kind of when it came to be. I don't know who wants to tackle that, both of you or whatever, but the topic we're talking about today, the McLean Community Village, how did it start? Why did it start? So it actually started back in 2011. Um, Hmm. Supervisor Faust held a forum at Cap One Center because there were so many people kind of coming to the supervisor saying, we don't really have resources in McLean. Um, When you think about people want to age in place, we don't have Metro. You know, we're not a huge bus line in McLean, so how will we actually work for people that are giving up the car keys or living mm. in their homes and losing a spouse? How do we approach this issue? Um, over 120 people came to that first forum, wow. and then that spawned um, a group of really dedicated volunteers that started what has become McLean CVA. Um, So it's been actually building over time, and Mm -hmm. we've been fine-tuning how do we do our different resources. And so that's really been the history is kind of what does our community want? We've been listening to them Mm -hmm. and trying to adapt to what they're telling us their needs Mm -hmm. are. The county does provide staff to to organize and coordinate uh, the village projects Mm -hmm. all over the county. 
Uh, I'm sure it's a daunting job because they're all different. <laughs> well, and that's interesting. You, you know, you mentioned that a couple of times. They're all different. So I get, but but I guess that's nice that you can make it what your community that's needs. Right. Each community is different with different mm-hmm. needs, and we try to figure out what those needs are, and then right. and then try to meet them. What What have you found? What have you found the biggest needs in McLean? Well, uh, number one is always transportation. Right. Um, housing. Um, a lot of socialization, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it's uh, it's an interesting mix of things. Mm-hmm. So you, I think you mentioned before uh, the McLean um, Community Village does not provide services, but you connect resources, correct. services, residents, those type of things. Um, what are some of those type of services um, specifically when you're talking about transportation or housing? You mentioned the socialization and some of the lunches and community events, those kind of things, but some examples of some of the other types of things. Well, transportation is, is the major issue. Of this. We um, partner with the Shepherd Center, um, which is overwhelmed and needs volunteers, mm. but they provide transportation around the county. There's Fast Tran, there's, there's Metro Access. Um, and now with Uber and Lyft, um, right. it, it is becoming easier for people to get around, not necessarily less expensive. True. Well, and I was going to say, as someone I know, um, I've been car dependent all my life. So if I get to that point where I'm not going to be dependent on my car, I would really be lost in knowing how to get around without, well, I, without having just, to call one of the ride services. <laughs> I've just had an experience with that as my wife was in a traffic accident and has been able to drive mm-hmm. for four or five months. Wow. So we had to meld her schedule into my schedule. Mm. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's a daunting experience, let me tell you. <laughs> um, hopefully she'll be able to, to start driving again soon. Right. But I, I turned over my calendar this month to June. Every day was full before I turned it over. Right. <laughs> you know, so getting that, melding the two together right. is, is, is difficult. Well, well, I hope she's doing better. Hope she she is. Thank you. Okay. Yes. All right. Good. Um, I've got here in my notes something about a McLean Community Discount Card and local business support. Yes. Yeah, so one of the things that's challenging in a, in a volunteer group that doesn't have fees or membership, so we're yeah. a free association. <laughs> Um, We do let people make contributing memberships, so there is that option. People can contribute. But we also wanted to really reinforce this whole idea of socialization. Mm. What's a great way to incent people to go out in the community and go meet a friend for lunch? Um, So we went to the local businesses and asked them if they would be willing to sponsor a community discount card. So we got discounts from... um, over a dozen restaurants and businesses that would said they would offer a discount to members. So people do pay for the community discount card. It's $25 for the card, um, but it has 10 to 20% discounts at all the restaurants. Um, I actually got my money back on my first meal out. So when they took out the family. So there's a great way. I I should have asked a friend, but (laughs) for the socialization part, but we just wanted to find ways to not only reinforce what we're doing and have more money in our coffers to help do more services. But we wanted to encourage our community to get out and be active right. and social. Well, that, that kind of leads to an, another question about fundraising. Since you're all volunteer organization, you know, uh, it, it could tap into personal resources if you're trying to do a lot. So I'm sure there is a need for fundraising, I'm assuming. Yes. So we do different fundraising efforts. Um, So the community card was one. We have a contributing membership is another way people can volunteer because we have served a lot of people. So people Mm -hmm. do want to 
encourage us to continue on. And this recently, we did um, an event with the Washington Opera Society where they came and did an afternoon performance. Mm. Um, People paid for tickets, and they donated their time and their efforts. And we got to introduce um, over 100 people to opera. So it was an intergenerational campaign or event. So everyone actually got to experience it. And I'm not an opera fan. And I actually was so impressed and felt tingles. Like, I just didn't really realize right. how amazing the feat is right. um, of what they do. Right. And one of the nice things about this event, after the performance, the the performers uh, came to a little reception that we had there at the community center. Mm. And so we all got to, to get together, not only with ourselves, but with the performers. Yeah. It was, I, I was impressed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure that's one example of, of many of different types of events. How can I or McLean residents? How can we learn about what's going on? Do you have to do you have to join to then get an email newsletter or a printed newsletter or is there a calendar somewhere? Kind of talk to me about that a little bit. Yes, yes, and yes. Okay, <laughs> answer that. <laughs> we we have a website that that you mentioned before, and all our information of of who we are and what we are and how we do it is on the website. There's also a calendar of events, not okay. only our events, but other events in, in McLean. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, we have a newsletter as well. Mm-hmm. We have a newsletter that comes out regularly. Mm-hmm. We okay. have how many on our data base? We have, you know, 700 people wow. that get our newsletter now. Wow. Okay. Um, but the one thing that's really cool is our community calendar does cover really, so we focus on Greater McLean. Mm-hmm. So we have events, you know, all the way from Great Falls, Falls Church, and McLean are included. But we also do big events, so like the Positive Aging Fair that Fairfax County does, right, we include. Right. So major events that don't happen within our borders, we do introduce people to. And we're really looking to give people opportunities to connect, learn, mm-hmm. and get out. Right. Well, and, uh, Steve, I think you mentioned earlier the relationships um, with organizations like AARP, et cetera. Um, a, a huge part of kind of making your organization successful, I would assume? They have been active in, in promoting um, events that we have, especially our lunches, AERP particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have partnerships with uh, the Chamber of Commerce, with this one group uh, that's for-profit that we refer uh, people to. Um, well, I would say, yeah. So. We do have partners, and the, the Chamber of Commerce does have mm-hmm. people in it that have helped mm-hmm. our group. Um, but I do, I will say AARP has been very supportive. They've mm-hmm. done postcard mailings for us because wow. we don't have the budget to do that. Um, and so they helped us actually kick off this lunch idea. It started as a dinner, and we found that a lunch was actually more popular. Oh, and so I think AARP is actually taking our model because it became so successful and rolling it out to other communities in Northern Virginia. So tell, talk, talk to me a little bit about that. You guys had a, what, a lunch? And we, we started with a dinner uh, quarterly. And, and um, is this the, the kind of the socialization lunch you mentioned yes. earlier? Okay. Yes. Okay. We started with a dinner, and, and we had as many as 70 people come to wow. some of our dinners. But, but we did a survey, and the survey says <laughs> ding, ding, ding. that um, they preferred lunch and preferred it more often. Yeah. So I guess it was about a year or so ago we decided to, to move from the quarterly mm. dinners to the monthly luncheons, mm. and um, it's been a very successful program. Well, it's something, uh, I, you know, I think there is something to the more regular. It, you can kind of 
put it on your calendar. I don't yes. know if it's the That's same the idea. same day of the week yes. kind of thing, yes. but yep. you know, you can kind of yes. look forward to it. Schedule third it. Third Monday of every month. Yeah, you know it's coming. You know yes. it's coming. What has been the biggest thing each of you have have learned or gained from your experience so far with the McLean Community Village? Mine is camaraderie, I think, with mm. other people with the same kind of missions and ideas and and want to be um, part of the community and make the community better. Mm. Um, uh, that's, I also, as you mentioned before, I, I do work with AERP, and the same thing with that group. Um, I just enjoy being around people who, who just want to make things better for mm-hmm. as many people as we can. Right. Okay. I'd go along with what Steve said. It's What's been so interesting to me is the amount of time that people volunteer and the dedication to improving our community because most of us want to age in McLean. We want to live there, so how do we make it better? And for many of us who've raised kids in McLean, what do you do after you don't have the PTA anymore and your kids start leaving? Um, So it's a great place for people to start getting involved in things that give back to you and your own network Mm -hmm. instead of worrying about the kids' network. Now we're worrying about having our own (laughs) playdates. But we also have people who have full-time jobs that are volunteering with us as well. Mm. So that's a double deal with them. Right. I'm glad you mentioned that because I'd written down here on my, my notes, I'd scribbled something that said, is a uh, need for volunteers with a question mark. Is there a need for, for volunteers in, in your organization? Always. <laughs> always. We always need volunteers. Yes, um, we need volunteers to help us with our resource desk um, because we are there, um, uh, like I say, two days a week at mm. the library, but we also have phone in and mm-hmm. and and website uh, and um, email address and, and we can do that virtually as well mm, okay okay when I think it's also for people that have gone through this caregiving <clears throat> journey or in it um, if they want to help make it better for others we'd really love to have their involvement because they're really helping us shape it and they have a passion for it right so. well and they have a recent experience that hopefully is positive but maybe Somewhat, you know, there's always some negatives or things that could be done better, perhaps, that they've learned that they can share with, with others uh, as we look to, to age in place, if you will. Um, we're wrapping up on time here, but I want to ask one final question to each of you. Um, if someone is listening to this right now, and I haven't done a good job of extracting information from you guys to, to, to get them to fully understand the benefit of either the McLean Community Village or just the, you know, the neighbor-to-neighbor, the kind of the community village concept, what would you say to, to someone listening right now about the benefits specifically of the McLean Community Village and, and why some, someone should reach out to you to, to join and to learn more? Well, it's probably to their benefit, you know, that they learn what we do and, and how we do it, and there's never any cost involved with what we do. Everything is free. Now, at the restaurant, obviously, you have to pay. Mm. You have to pay for your lunch, right. but the, the we have a generous discount of fifteen percent at the, at the restaurant. So wow. that that's an incentive for people to come as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just neighbor helping neighbor. You know, it's just just trying to trying to get people to to live better together. Mm-hmm. I would say, if you live in Greater McLean and you want to live here for the rest of your life, come join us because you'll find a great network of people. Um, that will be your friends for life. Hmm. Great way to end. <laughs> and I'll mention the website and the telephone number again, mclaincva.org, or that telephone number, 703-300-1751. I think I got that right. <laughs>
All right. Kay Bransford, Steve Morrison, thank you so much for being with us today talking about the McLean Community Village Association. Uh, you can also visit the group's volunteers who uh, staff an information desk that Steve mentioned at the Dolly Madison Library in McLean every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to noon and Thursdays from 1 to 3 p.m. As we mentioned earlier, there are now 12 neighbor-to-neighbor -neighbor groups in Fairfax County. And to find out more about um, that organization or creating one, et cetera, you can visit fairfaxcounty.gov slash health slash neighbor. Again, that's fairfaxcounty.gov slash health slash neighbor. And if you want to find more county adult services, recreation, community engagement opportunities, you can call 703-324-7948. That TTY number is 711. Or go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults. When you're on that page, be sure to subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper. You can also link over to there for, to the uh, new Fairfax 50 Plus Facebook page. And you can be sure to follow the Facebook page to receive more updates. Again, for more on the McLean Community Village Association, mcleancba.org, or telephone 703-300-1751. Thanks for listening to the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.